0: Shit! The fucking ice cream truck is here. Literally,
1: Cody, go. I do.
0: You need to go. Listen, I'll say the song has gotten better. Like it fucking slaps. I
1: don't know what. It never stopped. What are you talking about? No, but like it. There's. It's a different. Oh, it's kind of haunting. With how little (laughs) I can hear it. (laughs) It's kind of creepy. No, please don't.
0: No, I think it's already gone. She
1: goes and she's gone. Goodbye. She goes. Goodbye, sweetheart. We hardly knew ye.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with living in an like an apartment complex is uh-huh. that there isn't really and like living in a downtown environment, there aren't really sure. ice cream trucks.
0: Big city living over here. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Alright, we're in the closets, the- dude. Welcome back everyone. We're here. I wish you would stop doing this to yourself. No, hey, I'm having a great time. Um, okay, All My right. laundry basket is really comfortable and I just lay on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, super chill. Um, well, you know, the darkness comforts me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish we wouldn't get sued if we could just play that little Hello Darkness Mild Friend thing.
0: God, listen, I don't think anyone's been sued for
1: a podcast yet, <laughs> but that could be wrong. I guess, yeah, I guess I don't know how that would work. Also, my cat just tried to eat my hair. All right, let's move on. What the um, fuck is happening in this episode? <laughs> my cat is just so hungry. I don't know. <laughs> she just, she hungers. I don't... Yeah. She was so feral. True. I don't know. Yeah. I try. Um, okay, so we have a couple current events. One is um, this, well, neck last week when you all... Li- you guys, it's been so long. I can't with time. Um, a couple of days ago when you all are listening to this is will have been the anniversary of Bell and Edward's wedding. So um, pour one out for them. Yeah. You know. Um, they or, deserve it. you know, if you want to celebrate in a different way, just have sex for like 12 hours. Right. Break too. a bed frame tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in their honor. Yeah
1: yeah really go to a
0: fuck up a hotel staff's job <laughs> and life <Yeah. laughs> make Today. someone
1: incredibly angry yeah have sex to the moon <laughs> yeah sit in walk- a shower for a long time <laughs> walk naked into the ocean <laughs> like whatever your truth is right what well, feels right you know yeah, we did I mean, it'll have gone by when you're listening to this, but there is like a there was like a full moon, so you know, like live your truth, I right. guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, happy anniversary, Collins. I know you're out here in my area somewhere, so <laughs> I want to believe, you know. You can't hide forever, <laughs> assholes. I've- my quest in this podcast time frame is to meet a vampire. So, like, <laughs> I will become immortal at some yeah, point. This to- show cannot end until Allie meets a vampire. I w- Yeah. We, we made Instant a blood Twilight- pact when we started this. <laughs> That's true. Into the Twilight means a whole lot of different things. Sure. Um, but for me, it means, you know, like, I will not rest until <laughs> I cannot rest anymore, you know? So... Yeah. Um, speaking of death in a lot of different ways, um, and while you are listening to this podcast, you might have also listened to other podcasts, um, hopefully not too many. Yeah, I mean, you know which one your favorite is, come on, (laughs) you always come crawling back to this (laughs)
0: point.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've heard about you all having an unhealthy relationship with media, you all have written in. Also us. We get it. Um, sure. We've heard about some of you falling asleep to our voices, which I still don't understand. That's mathematically impossible. Yeah. Like, the only person that's been able to do that is my partner. And he does it just out of, like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I still don't understand. How <laughs> I think we, it's a condition.
1: I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was out of, like, love. But then I realized that, like, he falls asleep with, like, earplugs in. So, like, I yeah. don't. I still so. don't. I don't. Um, but I saw a Refinery Twenty Nine article Ooh. that says um, Jamie Dornan is um, cast as Doctor Death um, from the Doctor Death podcast. Is there construction happening? What I think we might actually have a woodpecker. Um, I love. But that. if I can draw your attention to this Refinery Twenty Nine article from last week, uh-huh. can we please dissect? On this audio medium, um, this photo of Jamie Dorian, please and thank you. Do I have to? Yes, please. It's so haunting.
0: It looks like, (laughs) A, he has no pupils, so it's just, like, two glass eyes. (laughs) Yep. Um, and he looks a little bit like a chipmunk. Yep. Um... But it's he's got giving, the beard situation back, which is good.
1: It's a very Stephanie Meyer smile to me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like
0: tight lip, a.k.a. no lip.
1: Yes. Um,
0: and just like pained in the eyes and the face and does not want to be there. But he must.
1: Yes. It, what it reminds me of is the emoji of just like a two eyes and then a line, like a horizontal line. Yeah, oh, for sure. If <laughs> he was just an like, emoji,
0: he'd be that, like, just straight face, like,
1: uh. <laughs> yeah, just a smile of just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, fucking Christian Slater's gonna be on this television show. Sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. We got um, some
0: daddies on this television show.
1: Yeah. And also Alec Baldwin, because sure. I intentionally
0: ignored that.
1: <laughs> uh, so. Lots of, lots of characters. Yeah, I'll say. Okay. Um, They're getting coins. I, like, I feel like I will definitely enjoy the, the the television version of this a little bit more because for me it's a lot easier to kind of pretend like that's fake, um, right? Whereas. Yeah the audio version, I'm like, oh no, that's real. (laughs) For some reason... This is gonna happen to me. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason, when I listen to those, I'm much, it's much easier for me to immerse myself in them being real. Um, sure. Like, even though I knew, like, the black tapes was fake when I listened to it, a couple episodes in, I was like, oh yeah, that shit's real. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was like, um, nope. (laughs) That's, that's real. So I'm, I'm intrigued by this. I'm I will be interested to see how this works out for sure. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Um, And then our last bit of news here is from Shape.com. Okay. Which I always associate the magazine Shape with, like, every doctor's office I've ever gone to. Oh,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every waiting room uh, I've ever been in has Shape.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And apparently she launched a, like, jewelry, skincare, apparel line um, that she is marketing. I, I don't even know that I said the person. You
0: definitely didn't. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, Shape um, did all of this. Um, yeah. She's um, very it, powerful.
1: Shape, yes. Um, anyways, I what I meant to say is Nikki Reed, who yeah. we associate with being Rosalie from Our Twilight. Girl. Um a, created this line of all things, apparently. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be by you or like ba you. Sure. I think it's supposed to be by you. you. But it's like all, it's all one word of yeah. like ba and then like the. The you part is, like, capitalized. Um, but it's supposed to be considered, like, sustainable and ethical to, like, help the environment, sure. apparently. Yeah. So now she's, like, I don't, I feel like the last time that we talked about her was after that, like, pregnancy thing. Yeah. With the birth control. Um, And so I feel like this is supposed to be trying to help her brand a little bit. Right. But it, I don't know, it looks fine. There's just some Instagram photos. It looks very, I mean, I'm looking at this one a little bit lower on, like, these sapphires. Yeah. And no shade, it looks like something that my grandma had when I was younger. Like, it looks very classic. Sure. Yeah. Um, and kind of vintage but I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing.
0: No. And now I'm just looking through her Instagram, and she looks very different without that horrible blonde hair slash wig. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, I I think the brown is more her natural hair color. Right,
0: yeah. Um, she just looks like a totally different woman. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's I crazy think... Crazy shit. I think the her brown kind of like with the blonde highlights, which I think is more her natural hair, Yeah. suits her very well. Oh, yeah, she looks I, great. Yeah. Yeah, her Instagram to me is very, like, I don't know, for some reason it gives me very, like, Lauren Conrad vibes, of, oh, like, yeah. very curated. It's very goop. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> it always, Lifestyle it feels, brand, you know. Yeah. Things you would see in a, in, like, a shape, very much in, like, a magazine kind of sure, thing.
0: Sure.
1: The kind of people that say they take it on their iPhone, but they definitely don't. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, good on her, I guess, for trying to work on sustainability. I don't, there isn't much. Ironically, there aren't a lot of photos of stuff on our brand in that article, but. Interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Um, We do have a couple of questions. Ooh. Um, The first one was from our Twitter. We have a lot of visual pieces this week. Um, Not that that's any different from usual. Um, But it's just kind of a a follow-up here on K-Stew's kind of like magazines throughout the ages. Um, And the first one is kind of the Vanity Fair, which I did get to see in the wild um, Uh last week. Um, Someone, I was at like Barnes and Noble and someone was like looking at her Vanity Fair in the like magazine in person. And I was like, good. Good for you. <laughs> um, nice, nice, it's nice. <laughs> yes. Um, but someone was like, thoughts on k magazine covers then and now. And so it has that one and then one of her teen vogue's from a long time ago. Yeah. Um, Huge so, of all of them. Yes, I agree. Nothing uh, will
0: top the the previous uh, Vanity Fair cover in which Annie Leibowitz shot it and she's in a like prom dress basically with a scared tiny pomeranian oh my god yes um and
1: that's a mood um the one i never forget um and it i for some reason i feel like it was a teen vogue is all of the twilight cast when they were in like fancy clothes in this like well lit field Uh uh-huh and that one I feel like I can never get out of my mind and I feel like it was more so um, like New Moon era she had like long kind of like black hair at mm-hmm. that time. But that one for me always kind of stands out. Ooh, so I,
0: I've done a great service to myself and Googled Christmas Stewart magazine covers.
1: Thank <laughs> and you. And this is
0: a treat. Um, there's a lot of good stuff here. Most notably, I think, is, um, for Interview Magazine, R.I.P., um, where they gave her, like, a lot of covers, which is beautiful. Um, one of which is from the fashion issue, and she's got this, like, she had, like, her, like, shag bob kind of hair that was, like, blonde, and this smoky eye moment, and it's beautiful. I love that. Uh, and there's some, there's just a lot of good stuff going on here. A lot of variety covers, actually.
1: I'm seeing a lot of L ones too.
0: L, yeah. Anarchy, She's got a couple. Ugh, and she looks great in all yeah. of them. And I'm upset.
1: <laughs> yes, it's it's truly criminal. Ugh. I would say. There's
0: like a Chinese version of L, and she's got this like white hair moment
1: oh yeah this is a mistake googling this yeah i would I'm so say upset yeah this was this is a rabbit hole for sure
0: yeah
1: also i love that in the matter of just googling this <laughs> image search um there's one of fucking uh out of all of these there's just one of um fucking woody from zombie land on here sure because that's that's who i needed when searching for case do yeah.
0: oh my god another one that was more recent um was the 032c one which i think we might have talked about the photos but if we didn't it's very important um it's when she had that like bleach hair moment and also her bleach eyebrow moment and like the chain god bless Ugh, so good. So good. There are a lot Uh, of these. Yeah. You know, and she deserves it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right, with how long of a career that she's had. Right, 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 right. So I get it. Yeah. We have another one here, a patron question. Cute. Um, Would you like to read it? Yeah, I would. It's from Kelly Elliott,
0: who says... What do you think Belle and Edward Swan-Cullen did for their anniversary this week?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good question. Um, Let's see. Of course Belle's like, fuck a party,
0: fuck this. Right. Meanwhile, a party had already been planned <laughs> so many weeks in advance.
1: Yes, that's true. Surely, by
0: Alice or someone. Being like, um, I know you do want a party,
1: but it's but, an anniversary and I already made one, so you can't say no. I mean, a part of me secretly wishes that they went to go cheer on Simone Biles, but like that's too like Oh my God. In, in person. <laughs> sure. Let's see here. Maybe Maybe they did something low key here. Maybe they... They probably just went to a nice dinner, you know? I like that.
0: Just went to a nice little dinner.
1: A little dinner, a little moose-boosh, (laughs) a blood. Okay, well,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean... A little blood moose. Okay, that's
1: awful. A little bloose. Nope, it's worse. Okay, well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, But th- I mean it's, it's not like deserve. they would actually
0: think- I well. know they're not gonna eat dinner. I know that. I know the rules of vampires. Well, but it sounds but, like they but you know they gotta like save face a little bit. They gotta
1: go out in the town. That's true. Okay. Do you feel like there's ever a world where yes. <laughs> Okay, well, hear me out, because I don't know that you would like this. (laughs) Where Belle and Edward would run in to Christian and Anna. Because you'd have to imagine that they run in similar circles of, like, high-profile bonches, right? Maybe. But I feel like that's more of, like, like Esme's
0: kind of territory. You know what I mean? Like, they're not doing a lot of the... Those schmoozing. Well, maybe they are now, but I don't know. We can't assess that at this moment.
1: Okay. All right. Fair. 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 Um, okay. We did get another little bit here Ooh, from wow. Kelly Um. So thank you for this glorious content this week. Yeah. Um, let me pull this up. Kelly Elliott. Okay. Um, Kelly said... I at it again, th- Kelly. Thank you so much. God. Um, I found this review on Amazon for the Twilight books, and I just had to share it with you because I feel like it embodies the ethos of your podcast pretty well, which I can surmise as this is trash and kids shouldn't read it. Now let me tell you how much I love this trash. So... If you would like, mm-hmm. I will read this sure. review for you because it's so good. Sure, Um please. Thank you to Chris Lineman, um for reviewing this so recently on June 2nd. Yeah, thank you, Chris. <laughs> it's um, like, no, people need to know what I think about this now, which yeah. is basically how our podcast happened. That's true. Um, it's a three star review. I first read this series when I was 12 or 13 and loved it. I was all about hot vampires and love triangles with hot werewolves. I still do. However, rereading this as an adult, I'm appalled. Belle's relationship with both male protagonists are abusive. Throughout the series, both try to and do control her through physical force and they manipulate her like it's nobody's business. Even after non-consensual contact occurs, everyone is really quick to write it off. Bella's dad blames her for trying to set boundaries. What? Abuse and non-con aside, the relationships are super unhealthy and codependent. That's fine if you want to read that as an adult, but please save your niece slash daughter slash whatever some confusion and don't, don't buy them this book for them. I can't believe I used to think this book was relationship goals. Aside from that, Belle holds incredibly problematic views about herself and relationships to others. And the book offers no resolution or growth for her aside from pick a guy you think you don't deserve and they'll take care of you. Again, not a message I think young women need to read when they're not fully capable of recognizing it as an issue and not the norm. Having said all this, the series is a fast and entertaining read. I recommend books one and two and Googling the plot for the third and fourth. And ten people found this helpful.
0: Yeah. Add, you know,
1: add me to that list. Make it a yeah. yeah. I mean, wow, Chris. Thank you so much. Uh, you so, service. wow. Come on the
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know more of these thoughts, Chris. So, yeah. thank you. Chris... Truly. Yep. Same. Yeah. Um, so, wow. Um, we have a couple of chapters oh. to get through. I know. No! Uh. And, and it just keeps going. This is a book that does not seem to end. Unfortunately. I wish it would. I... Same. Same. But, no. It does not. So we have... Chapters twenty nine and thirty. Uh, doo doo. Yes, we somehow have like like a hundred and fifty pages left, which Just is baffling. A bajillion more chapters. <laughs> and, yeah, for some reason it it continues, and I i i don't get that. It. I fucked don't get up. It. It's fucked up. It it is. It's it's I'm wild upset. to me. You should be. Thank, um, you. So, yeah. thank you for Your justifying feelings, my emotions <laughs> Your yeah, feelings you. are Valid Thank you um, So chapter 29 starts off With a very jarring Sentence I would say uh-huh. um, Of just like Joe being His incredibly just like Emotional self Ugh. Of just being like You know what Beck This is it this is the final straw I'm just going to do it.
0: <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Fucking grow up. Yeah. Um, this is not how you genuinely feel. And this is belittling to other people's experience.
1: Yeah. it. The way that he starts off this chapter makes me think that, like, even though he shits on people for liking classics and basically for liking any kinds of books, right. even though he works in a bookstore. Yeah. He makes it seem like he read Romeo and Juliet once and was like, you know what? This book slaps. Oh
0: man, this guy's onto something here, actually.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you know what? I would die for love, actually. Yeah. Um, Especially when he's like, you have dismissed me. And it's been five hours and 11 days (laughs) since you took your love away. (sighs) Um, Because he's decided to just use song lyrics now. Of course, he references like the postal service and like all this shit. It's yeah. Really. Really. Thank prophetic. you. Yeah. Thank you for you using such great heights right now. Yeah. Like fuck off. <laughs>
0: yeah. Way to call me out from you know, seven years ago.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I was like, can you not use these songs right now? Yeah, can you?
0: Yeah, did I think about when I was, like, 13 getting a Such Great Heights tattoo? Yeah, for sure. I don't need to be called out in this moment.
1: Yeah, and it's those things, too, where I'm like, this author, like, gets it, but I just wish that it was, like, a step more. Sure. And it... It's not even that I want her to... I don't know that I want this author to, like, take it a step farther. But I just want it, like, a. I want the level of criticism to be a little bit more sometimes. Because it just feels... I don't know. I I don't even know that I'm saying what I want right now. But it just... Joe doesn't... He just feels awful and it doesn't feel self-critical, I guess. Like, I feel like if a guy from, like, some of my college classes sometimes read this, they'd be like, oh, yeah, this is the appropriate behavior. Yeah. And not like, oh, this is very cringy, I guess. Um, anyway, apparently he's still reading or, like, still writing some of Benji's tweets, which I hate that. Um, especially the idea that he uses the, like, he says ha 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 as a hashtag. Um, Which, totally normal. Definitely not a bot. Right. Um, Definitely wouldn't get, like, spam. Also, like, who Um, hashtags Coca-Cola? I don't know. Does Coca-Cola hashtag Coca-Cola? I don't think so. I I honestly don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I sure hope not. Wait, hold on. Uh I'm just gonna... I mean, I don't know that they're even promoted on my Twitter, because... I don't drink Coke, but yeah. I just need to find out. Okay, so apparently Coke doesn't even use hashtags on their products. Sure. Because they understand how to use Twitter.
0: Yeah, no, this is fair. As someone who has a social media job now.
1: Um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, I hashtags will are say. Canceled. <laughs> I will say that since they were integrated on stranger things they did have several of their tweets that were upside down Ugh. which is looking at them just like regular right i thought i was i thought i was just like my brain was broken <laughs> like oh no so i will say on those ones for stranger things they did have a hashtag save coke but they do not use hashtag coca-cola okay this is good information to know and also, Benji. I feel like Benji would know this as someone who like creates a product, mm-hmm. but you can't use a a dash. Yeah. Okay, this is some this is just bullshit, right? Like you can't this is not this is nothing. But like this is Anyway. Like, right. <laughs> just Joseph, this is just shows that like you don't understand how to do person. the internet yeah. so you were a robot yes and arguably like more of a robot than christian which yeah. i didn't think
0: was possible for someone who fucking hates social media and thinks it's awful he's very like good at just utilizing it in bad yeah. ways for sure but like definitely uses it
1: and it just shows that like He doesn't know how to use it to operate, to be like a human. Right. And he's bad at crime, which means that, I don't know, all of this is like more working points in my, in my PowerPoint. Yeah. That Joe is a robot. Yes. Correct. Joe listened to Tessa Violet's Make Me a Robot and was like, yes. Oh my
0: gosh. It's like, this (laughs) goes on to something. something.
1: That was the first thing that joe listened to when he arrived on earth and was like yes <laughs> got yes got it got it, it. i understand mm-hmm. um i also love joe's power that like he was on twitter while literally helping a customer and she was like oh i have my own reusable bag and he was like fuck this woman like <laughs> what a fucking bitch <laughs> You think you're better than me or something? (laughs) What the fuck? Also, side tangent, did you see that study that came out a couple days ago um, that was, like, men often don't use or, like, bring reusable bags to the store because it makes them look gay? Right, yeah, it was bad. What the fuck? Anyways, thanks for, like, well, one, corporations, thanks for literally ruining our environment, but also... What is toxic masculinity even? Thanks for helping us have a podcast, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the rest of this chapter is just Joe being on the verge of snapping Ethan's neck. Yeah. For Ethan just existing. Yeah. He's just going on about like, I'm really happy with the relationship that I'm in. Um, Me and Blythe are really independent. Um, We're just taking our time. Also, I, you know, don't really get paid much here, Joseph. So I try to work bargains at The Gap. And he's just sharing about his day because there aren't a lot of people in this bookstore. And more and more, Joe is just like, I want to kill this guy. (laughs) I'm going to fuck
0: this guy out.
1: How dare he uh, be so milk toast
0: and just so boring? How dare he... It's unbearable.
1: ...have a regular poop schedule? How dare he go to Bed Bath and & Beyond and get a collapsible tray table right. that makes me think about my relationship and how lonely I am? So,
0: what's up with that?
1: I I did not realize that someone could have a crisis over a collapsible tray table.
0: He really just gets so worked up over things that people really don't even think twice about, which I think he... is really the, the, the thesis of, of Joe Goldberg.
1: And also, he really goes in on him for having a collapsible tray table, as if they both don't live in New York, where space, like, doesn't exist. Right, sorry
0: that Ethan can't dine on 50 typewriters at once.
1: (laughs) Yeah, sorry that he, like, doesn't have room for a dining room table. Right. As if you have one of those, Joseph. Joseph! Sorry that he doesn't want to stack six typewriters and fuck those while he eats on non-existent tables and plates, sir. Yeah. Um, also, I did think that the dig about the Big Bang Theory was great. So that was, that was really a good. highlight of this chapter.
0: Um, but also, um, Ethan and Blythe are now full swing. Fully yeah fully dating.
1: Which I... I find weird that they're just skipping onto that, and we don't get any- Like, we still haven't been introduced to Blythe yet. Right, so, like, I feel like the relationship
0: definitely popped off pretty quickly in the show, but, like, we knew who Blythe was, and we- She was a relevant character. Yeah. So what the fuck, Still So guys? weird.
1: I mean, I'm glad that we got more of her in the show, right, I guess. Sure. But- It is very weird that she just, like, doesn't exist in the book at all. The Fuck. I miss Um, her. I agree. It's truly criminal. Um, Also, so, Joe is still being an asshole and, like, reading Beck's emails.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, Which, throughout, like, reading the rest of this chapter, I kept thinking, like, oh, Joe's, like, reading her text. And it's like, no, Beck is an asshole. Who like only emails people? Um, because who does that?
0: Yeah, imagine like just giving out away so much of your personal life on email.
1: No, thank you. Can't relate. Cannot cannot imagine a time because this is supposed to exist in like 2015, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. Group text existed.
0: Like this, all is of all, your friends. This doesn't have to be like this.
1: Yeah, all of your friends are supposed to be, like, way richer than you, Beck. I know you have a phone. You have two phones, technically. What? Yeah. I don't... I don't understand. Um, yeah, can you imagine only communicating with your friends through, like, a group email and, like, accidentally, like, replying all Ugh. when you're supposed to just text? Oh, my... No. That's my oh, hell. Thank you. So, apparently, they're... Like all going to well by all, Peach and Beck are going to Little Compton.
0: Sure, the
1: LC, (laughs) the LC, um, because Beck is like still thinking of Joseph or whatever. Um, Hanna's my favorite character in this book right now um, because she doesn't take any of Beck's bullshit, which is amazing and needed. Um, And I hate that that doesn't exist in the show she just becomes like a very boring side character
0: yeah
1: um which is a shame um but anyways joe sees some of this like he sees like two lines about himself of like beck wanted to call him but didn't and peach being like i'm glad you didn't call him we're gonna go to this place from my family's house and he's like Well, maybe it was a good idea that Ethan told me about this, like, clearance section. He can leave. And I'm going to go get all these clearance items and everything is going to be great and perfect now. And so that's where chapter 29 stops. So, like, hey, Joseph, have you ever considered therapy and maybe talking about, like, why your mood swings so much? Thank you. (laughs) Um... So, chapter 30 starts, and Joe is still doing that thing of, like, overusing M-dashes, and (laughs) so apparently he has, like, new bandages, which, like, think about that, Joseph, Um, and a new attitude... Oh good. And a new hat apparently. Congratulations. Apparently he also got a new haircut at the Gap, which I didn't know that was offered. Right. Is that, uh, <laughs> is that an option? Apparently, apparently that Gap offers Damn. it. Yeah. Listen, no. the best barbers are at the Gap. They don't yeah. tell you this. They don't want you to know this information. You just have to ask the right people right. apparently.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You got to have Nathan um, on you. <laughs> Yeah. Apparently with that, like, 75% discount or whatever, shit gets real. Um, But there's, he's, like, freaking out, super excited, finding Peach's family address online, um, which I just, I can't tell if he's, like, super good at the internet or if Peach just, like, has had a stalker before because she's not good at locking up her information. Right. (laughs) Like, I don't, Man, I honestly can't tell. What's the deal here? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Um, but he has to like ask Mr. Mooney if he can take a vacation. But apparently, January is not a good time for selling books. Which, sure, I guess. I mean, January is just not a good time for retail in general. Yeah, I mean, I always associate that with like returns from the holidays. Right. Sure.
0: Yeah. He's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Take off the whole month. Just get out of here.
1: Whatever. Yeah. So he's just going on and on about, like, Murphy's Law. and Like, just imagining how much, like, apparently beach house sex they're gonna have in January. Well, because he's like, oh, you still like me.
0: Which is confirmed, right? That he's he's been stressing over this forever, and he's like, fuck, I ruined it, I blew it, my stupid, shitty dick didn't do it, and now you're never going to see me again. Um, But Beck is like, oh, well, I still miss him. And he's like, yes! Fuck yeah! I did it! She still likes me! (laughs) And so now he's like, oh, well, I'm just waiting for the day you, like, text me, and you finally can't hold back anymore and you're like, come fuck me in this beach house. Out of nowhere. and At Peach's Beach House. <laughs> come fuck
1: me at Peach's Beach House. Yes. Well, yeah, because Hana's all like, well, instead of running away, right. what if you just text him and figure, something and, out? Like, <laughs> and figure it out? And yeah. she's like, oh yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. Um, And she's like, well, maybe instead I'll just imagine he's here. And, right. she, and Hana's like, what if you just like, don't that's like, not that's at all what i said <laughs> yeah because beck was all like well it's kind of like in sex in the city when and she's like no that's not that was a tv show <laughs> um and so again hana is great and doing the damn thing um so i appreciate hana for being the literally one voice of reason yeah. in this book um but then things get, like, weird at the end of this chapter. <laughs> um, which is saying something, because, again, this book is wild. Yep. Um, so, apparently, he was, like, downstairs doing all his, like, bullshit and stuff. Um, and so, of course, he's, like, about to get ready to go. And as as anyone that works retail knows this, like the last five minutes before you close are hell. Yes. Um, because clients always know, like, this This is my time. This is when I will do the one last run to get things. Um, and anyone that has worked retail before, like Cody and myself, know, like, the last five minutes are when you start to just, like, close. Right. It's like, <laughs> if anyone comes in here, they are my enemy. Exactly. Um. So – so this is what happens with Joe as well. Um, and he, like, he says, like, he hears stuff upstairs when he tells them, like, we're closed. We find out that he has a machete in the basement, which, sure. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know what that's going to, I don't know that I knew that before. Um, and so we, he goes upstairs and there's three... People that are charging him. um, And they're all wearing Barack Obama masks. Um, So that's a choice. That's. That is something. Um, And so one of them has a crowbar. Right. And so they all like go and attack him. um, And they like beat the crap out of him. um, In his new gap hat i'm assuming that he got other clothes but we only hear about just the, cool the hat. hat the hat um and then we find out that he recognizes the sneakers of one of the people um and it's curtis don't and dun. <laughs> and curtis the the high kid has come back <laughs> for his revenge because he was wronged because he was he was he was done an in injustice yeah and Joe feels deeply wronged because he needs to get to Beck to have beach house sex because she misses him. But he is, he's bleeding and swelling um, and they have finally left him, but he is there alone and bleeding. And that is where the chapter ends. And I hope he dies next chapter. Honestly, I hope it is a series wrap on Joseph.
0: Listen, I know we have a hundred and something more pages of this, but I'm gonna believe that there's only one page
1: after this. Yeah, I hope it turns to, like, Peach's point of view. Oh, and, yeah. And we just start fresh at yeah, this point. Yeah, I think that be good. I agree. Um, but, yeah, next week we've got chapters 31 and 32, and we are only 60% of the way through. How is this happening? How is this the longest book that we have read? Uh, I don't understand. Uh, I I feel the exact same way. Yeah. My boy. <laughs> My dude. <laughs> <laughs> My dude. Um, okay, we have a couple. patrons. To get it through Hell this yeah. week. Well, one thing we didn't do this week was a... was a was a screen rant. Ooh. So maybe maybe we head back <laughs> to our stomping grounds. I yes. really just
0: typed in screen rant
1: <laughs> Literally? <laughs> Great. Okay. I love that. Oh
0: no, leave me
1: alone. Oh my god. Maybe the onion. <gasps> yes. I just typed an onion to Google and it <laughs> took me there, so Yeah.
0: Love SEO, you know? Alright, let's do it. Okay. Um, shout out to <gasps> Sophia Salinger. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be? Who is going to be? Music writers attribute Lil Nas X's success to inventing country genre.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Shout out to Aaron Salinger. Ow. Yes. Um, Who's going to be Amazon workers now being shipped in packages to personally assure customers (laughs) they're treated well? (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Alex Blythe.
0: Woo! who's gonna be weird wedding has some kind of religious theme
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> very good thank you um all right shout out to taylor brown town Lautner. oh um who's gonna be who's gonna okay um (laughs) clingy wing stop hounding man with dozens of messages after single drunken night together amazing very good shout out to katie weber
0: who's gonna be breaking hot damn 500 smackers
1: I just saw that one I just saw that one that's so good okay um shout out to Simon Steele beat me up Simon break me off a piece of that Simon Steele oh my god <laughs> I just came up with that right on my head I'm so funny yeah you're fucking hilarious dude you're fucking oh. funny man Simon, I hope your wife says that to you all the time. Oh, my (laughs) God. If she doesn't, you can use it. Break me off a piece of that,
0: Simon (laughs)
1: Um, Okay. Um, Simon, I don't know if this is relevant to you, but I think it's funny. Um, You can swap it in with any sports that you like. I don't know if you like. Okay. Um, Damn. Cautious cautious Browns fan, not expecting team to do better than 13-3. Great. Sports jokes. Sports. <laughs> Sports, am I right? Uh, okay. So I came up with this one myself. Wow. Um, I know. You're welcome. <laughs> Allie wrote uh, this fan fiction. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Wow. I'll, I'll do that. I didn't. I'll do that for the last ever show that we do. Oh. Oh. Whoa. I don't. I don't know that. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> if anyone <laughs> remembers that. If anyone remembers that. Um. Maybe. Um. But I, I wanted to kind of bounce off what Kelly shared with us earlier of this, like, review for, like, the Amazon review. So what I did is I went on Amazon reviews for you. Um. Uh-huh. And found one of those to share with you today. Um. And so this is a a three star review, similar to one that we found we saw earlier, Uh and it is from the Kindle edition, Um, and it is from the reviewer titled the critic. So I figured um, it would be pretty legit, Um, and it is from February twenty first of twenty seventeen, and it goes a little like this. The good news: The book's rant on the pretentiousness of artisanal Brooklyn and its wannabe writers is hilarious. The narrator truly has one of the funniest voices of I have ever I have ever read. Very entertaining. The bad news, way too long. The narrator loses his charm by page 300. There is not enough plot to justify the 400 page length. Also, so unbelievably unrealistic. It's worse than Ripley's antics and Highsmith's Ripley books. There are too many forensic fails to mention here. I don't mind a few implausibilities, but the entire criminal plotline was irritatingly implausible. And that's it. That's fair. I felt like that is what I expect from a three-star review. Right, yeah. Of like, yeah, it's kind of funny, but also bad a crime <laughs> and also very long so that's correct so the critic is pretty fair yeah. i would say yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. so um I, I would say it's pretty spot on and lasts after two years so amazing um but as we say here in seattle get bit and get whips Ooh.